Hello, hello. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Harriet Westmore with the More to Discover Empowerment Spiritual Coaching Group. This is a uh, group where we discuss um, spiritual uh, empowerment uh, and just come and support each other um, through different topics regarding our um, spirituality. I want to welcome everybody here. Um, I do have the chat open, so if you please feel free to um, type where you are from and who you are, we'll be able to uh, respond to you. So um, I have a special guest with me. Um, she is a pastor from uh, the Redemption Church in South Carolina. What city? Greenville. Greenville, South Carolina. And this this church, particular church, I am um, familiar with. I the uh, the pastor of the church is um, Pastor Ron Car Carpenter. Correct. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm very familiar with his ministry. And so th this is a special uh, treat for me because not only uh, Pastor Tangela Bowman is a pastor one of the pastors of the Redemption Church, she is also a relative of mine. She is my cousin. So it, it's always good to, to have family, you know, to actually interview family on um, through their journeys or whatever their endeavors are. So everybody, <clears throat> please welcome. I give a special warm welcome to my family, to my cousin, Pastor Tangela Bowman. I'm so glad to have you here and thank you so much for allowing me to interview you today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Pastor Bowman, tell me a little bit, give us a little bit about your background and um, how did you um, wanted to, how were you called into ministry? Oh, okay. Yes. So, um, as a child, I've always known that the Lord has had his hand on me. And we all, you know, the Lord speaks to us. Do we always answer? Absolutely not. <laughs> but it was a place in my life that I just needed to hear God. And he spoke to me and through a dream and um, where I saw he had me write a sermon. And um, unfortunately, I try to tell people about the dream and, um, I got I got knocked down mm -hmm. real fast and um, uh, but thank the Lord because you know many are called but few are chosen right 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 so he kept on knocking and I kept on answering and here we are <laughs> how old were you when you had this dream I was around 25 26 or so um, it was a very, very dark period in my life, and mm -hmm. um, and um, sometimes, you know, we have no joy, right? Sometimes right. we are living in pure hell and don't even realize that it is hell. And so um, the Lord began to speak to me, and at that point in my life, I have lost a lot of my joy, Um in my life and I just needed God to restore my joy and so one night it was a revival and um I was invited never been to like a um Pentecostal mm -hmm. environment 
and it was a man of God there. And I had, before I had even went in there, I said, Lord, if you could just restore my joy. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, this man of God um, restored my joy. Prior to that, when I found out um, that I was um, called to ministry, I was telling my mom, and she said, you know, it's funny that you said that because while my grandfather was in the hospital, um, it was a prophet who was there and told my mom that I would be a messenger of God before the age of 30. I didn't know what wow. that meant. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Right. Know. <laughs> you know, I was getting close to 30. And when I went to that church that night, the prophet, therefore, began to say, you're wondering what a messenger of God is. And he told me that I'm called and my life was forever changed. That was my encounter with God. I encounter the Holy Spirit, right? Mm, <laughs> and my wow. life has never been the same ever since that day. Did I make mistakes after that? Sure. I am a, 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 a work in progress. Right, as we all uh, are. But, you know, my love for God has never changed. It has always just drawn me closer to him. So is it, do you think that you just have this aura about you that people can just kind of look at you and say, there's something about Tangela that's, you know, God has an anointing on her. It's so funny that you said that. So I work at a ministry called the Dream Center in Easley, South Carolina, where we provide tiny homes to women and children. It's a year-long program. I don't say it's like it's a homeless shelter because I've worked in homeless shelters and I know the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But these women come for a whole year. And not only that, we offer... um, we offer pu- um, services to the public, right? Mm-hmm. And I am the crisis intervention coordinator. And so it's my job to uh, meet them right where their crisis is, whether it means they need a shower, whether it means they need food, whether it means um, they need affordable housing or shelter, or maybe they just need prayer, right? Mm, right. So, it's very, it's various variables that, you know, I come in contact with. But just this week, I came into contact with a lady who's 64 years old. And um, she's just trying to get it right. She mm-hmm. had been in a situation, you know, uh, that she just really wanted to come out of, right? Mm-hmm. Um drugs and alcohol. Uh, and so I start the ministry because that's who I am. I never miss an a, a, a opportunity to minister right. um, to anyone, to encourage them. And we all have these gifts. Sometimes we just don't use it, right? Mm-hmm. And so the woman said, there's something special about you. There's something special about you. Every time I look in your eye, there's just something special. And so 
all your life you hear yourself you hear people say oh you look like your mom oh mm -hmm. you're looking, you look like your dad but it's just a blessing to know i'm looking like my father in heaven amen, mm -hmm. <laughs> amen. right that's what we want to do we want to carry um the holy spirit with us wherever we go so i don't know if there's a oral but i know the lord is with me and he lives and he dwells inside of me wow wow i mean it it, it is because I, I just hearing you talk you, you just have so much joy and so much peace when you talk about you know your ministry and how god has you know blessed you um how does uh i always ask how does family or, or friends, how do they view you as? I mean, because they may know you before and then now they know who you are now, you know what I mean? So do they still equate you from um, young Tangela to now or, or what? How is that, you know? Oh, Lord, I hope no one does, you know. And even my friends tell me I've always been kind of a good girl, but hey, mm -hmm. you know, I tell people God just didn't expose some of the things that I did right because I'm not perfect and I make right. mistakes. But I guess, like I said, as a child, the Holy Spirit has always been dwelling me where um, where my friends would go out and have fun and I'm mm -hmm. always the cautious one, the fearful mm -hmm. one. And I realize now that was the Holy Spirit, you know, because there's some things you just can't do whenever I did do things that was not godly. I was convicted immediately, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and I thank God for that conviction because it let me know that things changed in my life. Right. But what I did before, I cannot no longer do because I had this like, oh my gosh, make me feel so bad. Mm -hmm. You know how it is when the Holy Spirit whipped your butt, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a good feeling. And so it just lets us know that we grow and grow and grow in the Lord. Um, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to stretch us, right? He wants mm -hmm. to enlarge our territory. But yeah, I think that my friends, you know, see the anointing on my life. And it's so funny because some of them think uh, sometimes I'm a psychic and I'm like, it don't work like that. <laughs> what do you see for me? It doesn't work like yeah. that. <laughs> right right wow so um just very very um um happy and just like i said i'm a work in progress we i'm still working i'm still trying to be better i'm still you know i'm still working not to judge anyone or mm -hmm. have my own perception about what i have to ask the holy spirit to come in because who am i mm -hmm. nobody i am zero without god in my life do you think um, we as Christians or we're the most judgmental people? I mean, or, or what do you think that, I mean, what could, what could we do to kind of pull back, you know, knowing that we weren't, we're not perfect either, but when we see other people doing something that's, you know, well, you know, God doesn't like that, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. And that's it. You remember who you are and remember mm -hmm. where you came from. Remember, no one knew your situation. Mm -hmm. Remember, we got to remember, ask God for wisdom, for insight to help you to guide this person to the right way. Help us not to judge. So this new generation, it was a time 
that, you know, this new generation, they'll wear a, we, we would say it'd be a shirt and they say it's a dress, right? Mm -hmm. And that annoyed me about my daughter, my nieces, whatever. I'm like, oh, duh, 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 duh. And so every time me, you know, me and my daughter, would, we would clash. I'm like, what you got on, girl? Yeah. So I had to ask God, Lord, show me, show me how to love my daughter the way you do, because mm -hmm. this ain't working here. <laughs> and now, you know, it's like, mom, what is the, how does this look? You know? Mm -hmm. and so help me not to be judgmental, you know? And, and it's one thing that we're so hard on our family and our sibling but if that would have been a child off the street i would have opened my arms baby it's okay right you are. right again right. i'm a work in progress right mm -hmm. and so i have to take that whole that's somebody you know that's my child you know I have to right do it for her just like i'm gonna do it for someone else so god is stretching me he is stretching me he is opening me up because I have, we have to all be ready for when these people come in. Hey, are we exactly. going to judge them or are we going to show them the way to the Lord, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that is very important. You know, they come in, you come in with an open arm, come in the, as they are. And then you can minister to them, you know, while you're helping them as instead of, you know, well, you can't come in here because you dress like that or, or you know, you look you know, like that. Yeah, I thank God for uh, my spiritual mother, Pastor Rachel Floyd, because mm -hmm. I was a young, I was young, I was a young mother, you know, well, not a mm -hmm. young mother, I was married and everything, but I was young trying to learn the ways of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And I was so excited about getting up, going to six o'clock, I'll grab my babies and we'll go. And I'm sitting there, I'll go, and it was in the summer, and I had on some Daisy Duke shorts. <laughs> and I sit there bent down, and I'm praying. Mm -hmm. and, you know, God is just doing a new thing in my life. Mm -hmm. So afterwards, she was, you know, they, they, of course, they brought the blanket, you know, but she was like, baby, you know, I learned a verse, and the verse was this. Do not let your goods be evil spoken of. <laughs> Do not let your goods be evil spoken of, right? I got mm -hmm. some goods. Mm -hmm. It's not for everyone to see. It's not, right. you know. And I learned that. And I could have got offended. Yeah. It's not what you say. It's how you say it, right? Exactly. When they showed exactly. me the love of God that they look down at me they mm -hmm. know i didn't know no better right right I, I just got so they saw the anointing on my life mm -hmm. and they okay so it's i'm very teachable and that's what i want to say to people be teachable right be teachable right absolutely Absolutely. And with that being said, so tell me about um, your ministry, what you do at the Redemption Church. So uh, what I am at Redemption is I am a uh, what we call care pastor with the, work with the pastoral care team there. And um, so we have various jobs. Main gift is to love on people. But mm -hmm. we are the ones that, hey, when they can get to, you know, 
Pastor Ron, Pastor Robert, Pastor Don or something, you know, like we will stand in the gap and they will call the pastors. We can help perform um, weddings, um, funeral, baby dedication, water baptism. We go visit the people in the hospital. We have conversation. We love on our family, our redemption mm -hmm. family, right? Mm-hmm. Just so we're standing in the gap and we're holding up the arms of our pastors. We are the errands and herd, right? We're right. Holding them up. So that that's that's what we're doing. Uh, but the most important thing, ministry. Forget ministry in the church. Ministry is more outside the church. Amen. Absolutely. And, and that is what God has ordained me to for you know, the brain to go out and set the captives free, right? Mm -hmm. um, to, to, to mend the broken hearts, um, you know, to feed the hungry, that's ministry. Right. That's ministry. And so a lot of what I do, I am calling people outside the church. You know, I'm following up. I'm loving God. You know, I'm encouraging. I'm pastoring, right? Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I love it. And I know that God is, is doing um, so much more that I can't, I don't even know everything. I just saying, yes, Lord. Okay, I'll go. Choose me, you know, because there's so much more than that, you know, um, just, just the job that I'm in now and just trying to help people. It has really got me to thinking how much more can we help? You know, what can I do? You know, talking to my husband about, wouldn't it be nice to have a house just for people to get restored? Right. You know, because mm. so many people need that, you know, and it's not because they're on drugs or alcohol. I mean, everyday life happens, right? It does. It everyday does. Everyday life happens, you know, and um, we want, what I'm saying is that we want to uh, kind of um, judge people while they're in the position yeah. I you don't understand. Like I've had women, I used to, you know, I used to work, I used to be in charge of the women and children shelter in Asheville. Mm -hmm. And I had women who have come in because their husband died and they didn't know nothing about finances, right? Yeah. And they let people get the very best. And now they're in this bad situation that they're homeless, like, you know. So I think, you know, what God is doing for me and my ministry is helping me to be very um, transparent mm -hmm. and, and helping people right where they are and, you know, understanding them, not judging them. God right. is really doing a new thing like uh, And when I don't understand, I go to my father. Lord, help me to understand. Mm -hmm. Help me to understand. Um, I've had some mental people that come in there that I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to serve them? And the Lord just show up and he'll let me be the one to understand them. I had a client that the therapist would call me. Can you calm her down? Can you speak to her? She's the only one. You're the only one. I can't. Can you talk wow. to her so I can do my job to see how I can better serve her? Right. It's crazy, wow. it's crazy wow. how that works. But 
God is, you know, God is so awesome. Wow. All you got to do is just ask. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, you have that special gift and God will manifest that gift, especially you, you can tell you just have the heart um, for the people and the needs of, of, of the people, not just inside um, a church, you know, building, but outside in the community, which I think is very important um, because a lot of churches, you know, I don't know, they sometimes get away from the main focus of what's, you know, and that's meeting the needs of the people outside as well as their own, you know, congregants. So what you, you said a, you know, awesome thing that it's not just on the inside that I'm serving, that I'm, um, my ministry is on the outside with the public. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so talk a little bit more about the, uh, tiny homes. Cause that, that's becoming a little, that's becoming popular now. Um, yes. So, the program. Um, a couple of years ago, people, um, in Easley, South Carolina got together and wanted to do more and they came up with this awesome idea and it has worked. I've seen the manifestation. It is awesome. The Dream Center offers a hand up and not a handout, right? Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean? That means the first time you ever come up, you come to the um, Dream Center and you're in a crisis, of course, you'll you'll see me, right? And if mm-hmm. you need food, we'll give you food. If you need clothing, we'll give you clothing. Whatever you need at that current time, we're going to try to help you. But if you come back about two weeks later or whatever, we're going to say, hey, well, we did serve you. So mm-hmm. in order for us to keep on helping you and keep on serving you, we're going to need you to go through our classes. Mm-hmm. And um, so we offer dream dollars. And if you go to your classes, you earn dream dollars and you can use those dream dollars at our resale store, at our general store that we have on site. And at our resale stores, right? Mm-hmm. So we really do believe in a hand up and hand out. And with the Opportunity Village, that's where the women and the children are. And those are our tiny home. They're in that program for a whole year, right? Mm-hmm. They earn dream dollars to pay their um, daily program fees. So they're, again, they're in class. They go through a, a core period of 16 weeks, right? Mm-hmm where they can't have their cell phones, they can't have any of that. They're just in class. Once they do that, they graduate from that 16 weeks, and then we go into our discovery period. And then mm-hmm. we're just saying, so what is what is your dream? What do you want to do? Do you want to work? Do you want to go back to school? How can we help you? We get them connected into whatever it is they need to do, right? And maybe getting your GED, uh, whatever. So they do that and they finish out the year and they'll graduate from the tiny home. And then we say, hey, we realize that going back into the community, you you may not be quite ready for it, right? Mm -hmm. So we hey, we got a transition house for you for a whole year. You can pay a low fee of rent, right, to get back. And then after that, we still have like a ripple financial program um, that's not offered through us, but other agencies that we partner to, they mm-hmm. have to maintain the finance. So we just don't throw them out, but they have to want it. You have to want it. Right. So it's an amazing program. I love it. 
And the best thing about it is we love the Lord there. So we serve. It's faith-based faith, faith, faith classes that's being taught. Mm-hmm. I get to teach classes there. I get to give back. And it's so rewarding. Wow. I mean, that is awesome. And I, I'm trying to think because I'm in Ohio. You're down in South Carolina. I don't know if there's any. There might be. Um which I haven't heard yet, but I'm going to check around because that is something yes. that is definitely needed. A hand, you know, you giving them a hand, but you're also them helping them to be self-sufficient. Yeah, and that's the main thing. You, mm-hmm. Because you can't just sit here and rely on the, you know, the system to take care of you. You can't. Uh, and if you, and, and, and programs like, you know, what you're offering, what you guys are offering is, is just, you know, another wonderful way of people can be, especially women and children can get themselves, you know, on their feet and stay on their feet. It's not mm-hmm. just, okay, I'm just giving you um, a voucher to go get food or whatever. And then and that's it. Yeah. You get the education, you get the, you know, the, the tools to, you know, to self-sustain yourself and for yourself and for your children. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, so those in the, in the South Carolina, do you only serve the South Carolina area or or just uh, Greenville? Well, yeah, we 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 serve the upstate and again, um, you know, we've had people from North Carolina, Tennessee to inquire about our program and with that program, the whole team chooses who comes into the opportunity village. So you can apply mm-hmm. and if you know if you're not a good candidate, you won't get in. Um, there's certain criteria that we look for to see if they meet they do a bioassessment um, mm-hmm. and everything. So it's really uh, really neat. What are the percentages of um, people that come in and, and come out successful or, or, or they come in and, you know, they initially want it, but then they kind of fall off the wayside and not fulfilling, you know, their obligation with the program? I mean, I, I feel like the program is very generous. It's for them to fall out mm-hmm. um, and fall off. It is really hard to do that. Uh, okay. I mean, this program gives away cards and everything. You know, wow. uh, trying to help them become self-sufficient. I don't know the stats or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I'm brand new there year. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, but um, I can say that, you know, um, since I've been there, you know, we, we've had some that haven't graduated. But we also had one that, you know, um kind of slapped off and she she's you know going back and repeating the program as well mm, so okay we believe in our clients we believe right. in serving them mm-hmm. yeah wow that's awesome so in closing um pastor bowman please tell you know give us a final thoughts of what uh just coming from a pastor's perspective for those who probably need a word just a quick encouragement what would you say I would say um, be encouraged, Um, don't give up, dream again, dream without doubting, have an increase of faith, Um, expect God's very best. Start expecting, start expecting, expecting. You have to believe 
I would always, I would also say this. It's not for you to share your dreams with everyone. Mm. Not oh, for that's you a to good share one. your dreams with everyone. That's a good you know, one. So really guard them, right? Mm -hmm. Get with people who inspire you that can lift you up. Don't get with people that's going to bring you down and, and not support your gifts because all things are possible through God. That's important. That is important because, you know, not everybody in your circle is for you. They may be near you, but they're not for you. Right. And, you know, you have to, you know, what God gives you a, a, a inspiration or a dream, you got to hold on to it and manifest it within. And yeah. you just can't let everybody, you know, yeah. know that. And I, I would also like to say this, you know, we're, we're talking about church hurt today. Mm -hmm. So if you, if anyone doesn't have to be in the church, if anyone has offended you, go talk to him or her, right? Um, you know, don't, don't assume because especially like text messages, oh, you just start, mm. so I have to go talk to that person. Mm -hmm. And it can be a total different situation. So, you know, don't let nobody keep you from God. You belong just like anyone else there. You have a place. You have a right to be there. Start pressing on. Get involved. Get involved with the church. Be a part of the church. Um, since COVID, we have experienced uh, church online and not going but that's not how it was ever intended to be. Mm -hmm. I hope that everyone used that time to be, to get closer with God. For me, I was just like, oh, I cannot wait to be in church again, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we just take it for granted. And then the door shut. Right. No one could go there, right? Right. And so... You know, uh, you know, when I'm not in church, it's it's for a good reason, right? Mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, because I sat at home all that long time mm -hmm. and I missed it. And so whatever stopped you from going, I challenge you to get there, to get there. Let God do something so nice in your life that you will not regret being there. Right. God wants his very, very best for you. And I need to tell someone out there that you are worthy. You're worthy of everything that God has for you. He has not forgotten you. Don't worry about what the people would think about you. A lot of times, whatever we go through, we experience this all in the Bible. Pick it up and read it. You know, we had yep. the adulteress and God yep. still loved her. We yep. had David who set up a man and killed him. Exactly. God still loved him. So, hey, yep. whatever you have done, don't worry about it. Just get there. Get with the Lord. Let him restore you. Let him renew you. Let him revive you because he wants his very best for you. Amen. 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 So, Tangela, thank you so much for being. Um, you know, such an inspiration to all of us. Um, you've got me excited. Now I want to kind of do more, try to even if I have to volunteer or, or even create yeah. something, a, a program yeah. if I see a need. And that's another, you know, the thing, if you see a need that needs to be met, just do it. Don't wait for do anybody it. else to do it. Maybe you're being called the one to do it. Yes. 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 So 
um, thank you once again, family. I, I love you. And, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And um, uh, everybody, if please, if you're in the South Carolina area, if you want to please visit um, the Redemption Church in Greenville, South Carolina, I'm sure you are more than welcome. The doors are open and, and you'll find open. a, um, you know, a, a wonderful ministry there. Hey, um, Jasmine. <laughs> I didn't know she was on there. Uh, so thank you so much, Jasmine, um, for, for joining. So uh, I appreciate you and uh, I will talk with you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.